the professionals of professionalism proudly present Lewis Howard Live. Your crisp communicator with principal insights for pop culture with a tech edge. And now a man who needs no introduction, Lewis. This is Lewis Howard, and you have tuned in to the Lewis Howard Live podcast, reaching around the world, checking to touch you, you, and yours to help you become the best version of yourself. So thank you for joining us again and being part of another conversation. This podcast is about one thing and one thing only. It is helping you become the best version of yourself. Did you know this is our 352nd podcast that we are doing and producing? We are one of the early adapters to the podcast platform. You hear everybody and their mothers got a podcast these days, but we started back in 2008, 2009, producing podcasts on a little small platform called Blog Talk Radio. And now we have grown to some of the largest platforms in the world, Spotify, um, iTunes, Apple, FM Player. I mean, you name it, we are on there and you can find Lewis Howard live broadcasting 24-7. So we appreciate everyone that has been a listener and supporter of those 100,000 downloads that we have. The numbers are so big, we can't even track all of them, but we know that we're reaching at least uh, between five and seven different countries around the world, and people are hearing and listening to the show. So we appreciate you being part of each and every conversation. And so today we want to talk about in our installment, last series was people, places, and things. And so today we want to talk about things, right? Because that's a big piece of our lives are things. What are things? What do things mean, right? Because depending on who you talk to, things may mean different things to different people. What's your thing? What's my thing? You do your thing. I do my thing. You chase your thing, right? So we all use the word thing. But things are material. Even if they start out as an inanimate objects, there's something that's material, right? I'm thinking about money. It's inanimate, but then I'm chasing it so that it becomes material. Put another way, I'm unemployed. And so I'm chasing a job. I am pursuing a thing called a job so that it will produce for me some material income. So we all get up in the morning and we are chasing something. What is the name of the thing that you chase every day, that you invest six hours, eight hours, ten hours into chasing. Most people spend their entire life chasing things. They just do, right? It is the construct of human behavior is to chase things. That's what we do. A dog chases a fire truck. They just do it. They don't know what they're going to do when they catch the fire truck, but every time the fire truck goes by, the dog starts out in a sprint to get that fire truck. They're programmed to 
chase something that they don't even know. They can't carry the fire truck. They can't climb on it. All they can do is bark at it once they catch it, but they are programmed to chase. We as human beings have programmed deposited in us that cause us to chase money, success, fame, love, relationships, sex, drugs, and rock and roll. We got people that their whole life is constructed around what I just mentioned. What are you chasing? What are you pursuing? What is the thing that you want the most in your life that you get up every single day and you go for the thing, right? So there are multiple definitions for the word thing. It's a German word that comes from the word ding, D-I-N-G, right? It's kind of weird, but that's where we get our word thing from. And it means a material or inanimate object. That's what thing, ding, the German origination of the word means. It means something material, something that is an inanimate object, right? But I like another formal, informal definition of it. It is the expression for purpose of our conversation. It is the thing that we're talking about. It's the thing, the topic of what we're discussing, an informal thing, what is needed or what is required, right? That's another definition of thing. What do I need? I need more money. I need more time. I need more food. I need more love. I need more of the thing that's missing in my life. What are you missing in your life that you need more of? That is the thing that you have to chase right? You need a thing. Some of us chase the things that are only sociable, acceptable things, right? Go on Facebook and you can see people are chasing to put up a post that is the most socially acceptable or in some cases controversial posts so that they can chase likes, right? I put I see women putting very salacious photos on Instagram to get other people, primarily men, to like them. They're chasing likes. You're chasing friends. You're chasing what is sociable and what is acceptable thing. But is that the thing that's going to make you happy? If you got the Gucci bag, is that the thing that makes you happy? If you got the AMG 63 Mercedes drop down low with 22-inch rims on it, is that the thing that really gives you the ultimate satisfaction in your life? Is it worth the chase? Or are you being like the dog chasing the fire truck that gets the thing that don't know what to do with it. I can tell you my personal experience in life, I have chased a lot of things. And sometimes when I got the thing, I didn't know what to do with it. At other times, I got it and I hate that I got it. I wanted to give it back, but it was too late. I already had purchased it. You ever purchase something online and then you get the thing and it's not what you thought it was? 
right? I recently bought some vests. I thought they were cool looking online. They had them all marketing, designer look online. And I got there and they just hung off me like something that was a cheap suit on a little child, right? It wasn't the thing that I wanted, but I'd already purchased them and I couldn't give them back. What have you purchased in your life as a thing that you now own that you want to give back? There's some people I purchased in a relationship, I want to give them back, right? They are not what you think. We all know stories, right? Just take a minute and think about a story of somebody who chased something, pursued it, was willing to lose friends over it, right? I know when women meet a certain man and they are after that man, and if their friends say anything against that, they will get rid of their friends. I know guys are the same way. They are chasing that woman. And if you have anything hateration or shady to say, they will get rid of you. Right. People are pursuing business opportunities and they believe it's the best thing since sliced bread. There's a great commercial out about, you know, somebody creating something that's the best thing since sliced bread and put sliced bread out of business. I can't think of the name. I think it was an insurance commercial. Right. But people chase things and they're trying to pursue it. What are you trying to pursue? What do you have in your life that you might be chasing and it might be the wrong thing? What? inanimate object are you pursuing that in your mind you believe that is a good thing to pursue? I have pursued things, business partnerships that I thought at the time was good to pursue. And then when I got the thing, I wanted to give it back, but I couldn't give it back because now I already owned it. You ever bought a car from a car dealer, right? It looked good on the lot. It started up. It did everything you need. You thought, this is the thing. It's good until you drove it off the lot. And then all of a sudden, it wasn't the thing that you thought it was. It is smoking. It won't start. The battery's down, right? All of a sudden, you want to take this thing back and give it back. But you can't because you already bought it. What have you bought in your life that's sitting in the garage? What have you bought in your life that's in a storage closet? What have you bought in your life that's in your emotional storage bin that you want to give back, but you can't? Because it says, bought as is, where is, no warranty. You can't return it, right? So when you chase things, sometimes you end up with things you got to give back. So if you're just joining the conversation, we're talking about people, places, and things, and chasing Things. That's really what we're talking about. It's because most people don't think. They get up, their alarm clock goes off at six, seven, eight o'clock, whatever time you get up, and we start to chase. We chase in traffic, we chase down that latte, we chase down the deal. We're just chasing and we're exhausted by 10 o'clock, rinse and repeat. The next day, we're getting up and we're doing it again. We don't even know why we're doing it. We're just, it's what we are doing. It is a routine, it is a habit, and we're just chasing. The hunter is out chasing the big game. You know, I got friends. And so they go out and they go hunting for elk, right? And so they spend 
thousands of dollars on gear, on license, on weapons, on bows, on arrows, because they are good hunters. They don't use guns, right? But they go out and they sleep out in the cold, the wet, and the rain for a couple of weeks, and they are chasing this elk, right? And I will talk to them sometime later and say, did you get one? Did you see one? And they go, no, but we had a good time. So you spent thousands of dollars to go out and chase the elk you never got. You didn't get it, right? When we were in Cabo, we would go out fishing. And the purpose of us going out fishing these day, that day was we wanted to catch a marlin. We were looking for the marlin, right? Because they rewarded you for the size of the marlin that you we get up at 6 o'clock in the morning, take a sack lunch, take our beverage of choice, whatever that was, and you go out and you spend five, six, eight hours out on the water chasing a marlin, and we didn't see one marlin. And we go back in and we rationalize, well, it was a nice day, it was good to get together, and it was half fun. But at the end of the day, we didn't catch the thing we were chasing. How many times have you missed the thing that you were chasing? Every weekend, right now, as I am producing this show, somebody is down in Las Vegas, Nevada, trying to chase a win. They are chasing a win at the crap table, at the roulette table, at the poker table, at the slot machine. They are chasing a win. But the odds says that there's only a 49% chance that they're going to get the thing that they're chasing. 51% of the time, the house always wins their thing. So this is a challenge to us to reconstruct what we're chasing or put purpose behind why we're chasing right? I'm a firm believer, and we'll talk about this in the next segment when we come back from break, is I don't believe that to have the things that you want to have that you always need to chase. But this is a homework assignment because you should be stopping looking and listening to your own life and ask yourself, what am I chasing that I don't need to chase? What have I purchased that I don't even want anymore, that I don't even like. Do you know there are women that spend since five years old planning on the wedding day, planning on getting married. Their whole life revolves around the wedding day, that time where they are celebrated. It is their day. They get to walk down the aisle and everybody is paying attention and complimenting how beautiful that they look as a bride and as a future wife. And they are chasing that moment. They, women spend years planning for that moment. And then after it's done, they've got the thing, but now they're not happy because the marriage is not as happy as the wedding day was right? The whole marriage relationship is not as cool as the planning of the wedding. One of my favorite movies is The Wedding Singer, right? 
And uh, I, you know, I'm a, I'm a happy Gilmore guy. I love, I love Adam Sandler. So, you know, he's the wedding singer, but you see these people planning for the wedding. And of course, he's the wedding singer and he planned for his own thing. He was chasing his own wedding and got to the day of the wedding and his bride stands him up. She doesn't even show hundreds of people, thousands of dollars spent chasing the one thing on the one day, and it doesn't happen for him. All right, so if you haven't seen the movie, you should go see the movie Wedding Scene because it really typifies what I am sharing, right? But how many of us have gotten to that day? I was sharing with someone uh, because I just recently come back from Texas, and and we were talking about uh high school reunions that I don't go to. It's not my thing. I don't go to high school reunions. But I was sharing about prom because one of the uh, people are going to be going to the prom and they were young. And I was like, wow, I remember my prom date. It was not good because I got dressed up. I was ready to go. And my prom date didn't show. The thing that I wanted the most that would have validated me that I had chased and prepared for did not go down. So I have a little hateration with prom. I'm getting over that. I don't want to discourage you if you listen to me and you're, you know, 18 going to prom. Go to the prom. Have fun. But for me, it was not fun because the thing that I had hoped for didn't come. So this is what life is. We have things that we're chasing, that we're pursuing. Again, whether it's money, whether it's fame, right? You know, in the movie Pretty Woman, um, the guy's standing on the corner and he's talking to all of the people getting off the plane, trains, and automobiles coming into Hollywood. And they are there to chase their dream. And in the movie, it's an older movie with Julia Roberts, and it says, welcome to Hollywood, what's your dream? Right. In other words, he sees these people coming, chasing every single day for a dream. But he knows that most of them are not going to get their dream. If you go to L.A., if you haven't been to L.A. recently, you should go to L.A. I guarantee you that in every deli. Right. There's Jerry's Deli, which is a famous deli in uh, in Southern California, L.A. You will find in Jerry's Deli, sometimes you will find actual celebrities and actors that come in and eat at different places and eateries and so forth. But most of the time you're going to find the staff that is a screenwriter, that is a actress, that is an actor. They are something and they are working in the deli or working behind the bar. Because guess what happened? They came to Hollywood to chase the dream, and the dream didn't happen, and they had to get a real job while they waited on their opportunity for that moment. So we know that people chase things, and sometimes you don't get the thing that you're chasing. Is life over because you don't get the thing? No. If you chase the job and you don't get the job, life ain't over. You got to go then and pursue something else. But we do get in the chase mentality. I'm trying to challenge you today to don't be like the dog just chasing the fire truck because the fire truck's going by, right? Have a purpose and a mission for which if you're going to pursue something, and notice I'm using the word pursue versus chase because they're different uh, connotations to, to both of those. So we're talking today about chasing things on our serious people, places, and things. Because you got to get your construct around 
things. Don't let people have you out chasing things because it's socially acceptable. Uh, don't pursue things just because you think that's what you ought to do. We're going to take a quick break and uh, give a shout out to our sponsor. And when I come back, I'm going to share with you six or seven things that you should no longer be chasing. So you want to stay with me because this is a good wrap up. Normally I tell you six things you want to do or seven steps in, but this time I'm going to reverse and flip the script and say, these are six or seven things in you, six or seven items, areas in your life that you should no longer be chasing. Hey, you are listening to Lewis Howard Live. I'm Lewis Howard. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back and we're going to continue on helping give you a thought and idea that helps you become the best version of yourself. Stay with us. We'll be right the Millionaire Club Charity is one of Seattle's oldest existing charities. In addition to job placement and employment services, the Millionaire Club provides job training and licensing to help workers become qualified and job ready, from nutritious meals and sack lunches to housing assistance to stabilize their lives. Despite its name, the donors to the Millionaire Club are ordinary citizens with a desire and passion to help fellow citizens overcome the barriers of employment and housing. For more information, call 206-728-JOBS or go to millionaireclub.org. The New Home Council at thenewhomecouncil.com is an independent team of industry professionals working together to meet the changing needs of the new home building industry through education, promotion, and recognition. With over 900 members strong, the New Home Council is passionate about being a resource for builders and all professionals in the new home industry and their success. Become a member today and help support this great cause by going to thenewhomecouncil.com to learn more. That's thenewhomecouncil.com. Hey, welcome back. This is Lewis Howard Live. Thank you for joining us and being part of the conversation on our 352nd podcast. And uh, I love people that are, you know, tune in from around the world. We got people in Canada, UK, Philippines, Australia, Italy. And can you believe Japan is one of our biggest uh, numbers of listeners that are joining in? So shout out to everyone in Japan that is listening and as well as uh, the UK and a couple other places that are hearing the Lewis Howard Live podcast. And as I always say, it's really about helping you become the best version of yourself. Give you one thought that can make a difference in how you are pursuing your journey. Today, we are sharing people, places, and things and chasing things. Talking about the things part of our existence. We did the show previously on, on people. So if you missed that show, you can go back and look that up on the Lewis Tower Live People or uh, whatever that title is for that particular one. I think it's People, Places, and Things. And you can get that. And then it kind of dovetails right onto the show that we're doing. And then, of course, our final installment in the series will be Places. So we're talking about, before we went to break, about the kinds of things that people chase or scenarios by which we find ourselves as human beings chasing things. 
right? And I use the example of the dog chasing a fire truck for the purpose of chasing the fire truck, and then he catches the fire truck, and he doesn't even know what to do with the fire truck after he has run his heart out and breathed and out of air, and he's caught the thing. And sometimes we as human beings are like that when we've run our heart out chasing people, places, and things, and sometimes we get it, and we don't even like it. We don't even want it. It's not even a thing that we thought it was. I bought the thing on Amazon because it looked one way on Amazon, and when it got to my door, it wasn't what I thought, so I wanted to send it back, or it's stuck in my garage. How many people have equipment and machinery and items in your garage that you don't even use? You don't even have room to park your car anymore because you got so much stuff and things that you have acquired over time. The biggest booming business in the United States right now is storage facilities because people are storing things, 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 and more things in storage. And so we're paying $100, $200, $300, $400, $500, $1,000 a month just to store things that the likelihood that we're never even going to wear, drive, use ever again. Isn't that funny? Right? But that is the human condition. That is what we do. And you can't talk people out of that. Right? So I want to share with you uh, six things that you should no longer be chasing. If you're chasing these things, I want to challenge you to reconstruct, flip the script of what you're doing and maybe rethink how you want to obtain this thing versus um, uh, simply chase. Number one is chasing dreams. Right. You hear this a lot. I'm chasing my dream. Well, where's your dream going? If I'm chasing the dream, where is the dream headed? Right. Is the dream like the truck? Is it just going somewhere and I'm trying to catch my own dream? I should not have to be chasing my dream. Okay. if I'm chasing my dream, it's not my dream. It probably belongs to something else or someone else. You should not be chasing your dreams. Somewhere we've been taught in our culture that you have to get up every day and I got to get on my grind and I got to go chase my dream. I got to go run down the street. I got to go hunt it down. And that's not true. Right. When you study great dreamers, Alexander Graham Bell, Ben Franklin, Martin Luther King, when you look at Abraham Lincoln, when you look at Martin Bill Gates, uh, the founder and creator of Apple, Steve Jobs. Um, let's look at Elon Musk. Right. These are individuals. Oprah Winfrey. They don't chase dreams. You know what they do? They live the dream. They live the dream. They're not chasing the dream. See, if you think about an architect, and uh, uh, I was just talking with our producer about, you know, when you're submitting plans and designs and AutoCADs, uh, I'm not chasing building that house. I'm actually pursuing the development of that house, right? So I've drawn the plans of it, and now I'm going forth to build it. I don't get up every day and say, well, I'm going chasing the construction of the house or I'm going chasing the construction of the development. No, I'm actually building it. We are constructing it one phase at a time. So you are living your dream one phase at a time, no matter where you are. Even if it's just an idea concept still, you are living that, right? You may be at version one, two, three, or four, but you are living your dream. There's no chasing required. So number one is no longer 
chase a dream. Start living the dream, right? Start pursuing the parts of the dream that will help you completely enjoy the fullness of the dream. Stop chasing. Because again, if you're chasing something, it's running away from you. And it probably doesn't belong to you if you got to chase it, right? Number two is chasing people, right? This is a big part of what we end up doing as individuals, and we end up chasing people, right? I remember uh, I would want to be around certain famous people, and I would try to chase around in order to get in the room where they were. I remember the first time I met Ted Turner, and he was in a room, and I realized it was him, and I was in broadcasting, and he, broadcasting at the time, and he was like the pioneer of broadcast. I mean, to stand in a room where Ted Turner was was like huge. And I'm trying to chase and manipulate my way over to get to him so I can at least say hi to the man, right? And then I get over and the conversation like lasts less than a minute. Hi, how are you doing? I'm Ted Turner, blah, 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 and that was it, right? I spent all that time chasing that moment and it really wasn't a fulfilling moment because it's not like he sat down and said, hey, let me tell you everything I know. Let me help you become the best version of yourself. He didn't do any of that. He shook my hand and said, hi, I got a picture, and that was it, right? Was that really worth all of that, chasing that? I'm not sure if it was, right? What people do you chase? Here's the deal. You have four types of people in your life. You have people that add to you. You have people that multiply you. You have people that subtract you. And you have people that divide you. When you are chasing people, sometimes you can't, you get the math wrong. Because sometimes you are chasing people that are going to subtract from you. Sometimes you are chasing people that's going to divide you, right? You are chasing the woman and she is about to empty your bank account. That's called subtraction, okay? Right? You're chasing a relationship that's about to divide your family. That's division, okay? So stop chasing people. Become a magnet instead, Right? I live my life like a magnet, like I'm an energetic force. I have a vibe off of me, a vibration off of me. I spent my whole life chasing people because I grew up as an only child. I was an adopted child. I didn't have siblings. And I was always the new kid on the block. I was always the new kid in school. So I was always chasing friendships. I was always chasing approvals and validations. And it wears you out when you're always having to suck up to people. When you're always having to brown nose to people, when you're always having to glad hand people and nobody is, is helping you. When, let me put it this way. If you're always the supporting cast in somebody else's movie, then you're not starring in your own movie. Okay? You're chasing somebody else's dream. It, right? If your only way to be around other people is you always got to help them with their plan, their purposes, then you're chasing them. And what I have found is people don't reward that. We use this term loyalty in our culture. We want loyal people. Well, if you want loyalty, get a dog. Don't get a human being. We're not designed to be loyal because that's another word for being submissive and subordinate, right? When somebody says, I want a loyal man, right? What that means is she, she wants a man that just will do whatever she says, subordinate 
and under her domination, right? A guy says he wants a loyal woman, and that's what he's looking for, somebody to just clean, cook, and do the fundamentals that he wants to do. Not looking for somebody to challenge him. Nobody gets a dog to challenge them, right? Because you get rid of that dog. So what you say when I say loyal? So what we say is we want loyal people around us. What we really mean is we want people that just to do everything we want to do. I'm looking for partners. I'm looking for partners that will add to me and those that will multiply me. Now, to do that, I got to be patient and I have to wait it out. I can't chase everything that looks human, everything that wears a skirt, everything that has a suit, everything that says it's rich, everything that says it's famous. You can't chase that. You've got to be disciplined and say, I got to be patient enough that if I have anything worth having, I can attract to me the right people that'll come to me and I don't have to chase. Here's what happens when you chase people. When you're chasing people, you can't vet them. See, when you're chasing someone, you're not vetting what you're chasing. When someone comes to you, you can vet them, right? But if I'm chasing something, I have no time to really understand what I'm chasing because I'm so busy chasing and I'm just trying to catch it. I don't have time to be thinking about its character and its integrity and what it makes up and what danger it might do to me because I'm trying to get it. I'm trying to get me some, right? We heard that. Right? I'm just trying to get me some. I don't care. Right? And then afterwards, you realize, oh, my God, I shouldn't have chased that person. I should have left them at the club. I should have left them at the bar. I should have left them at Starbucks. But instead, I chased it. I was walking last night along the waterfront, and I see a young couple, and uh, they're 17, 18, and they're out on their first date. Of course, they don't tell their parents that it's a date. They just say they're going to, quote, unquote, hang out. New word for people when they're saying they're doing something, but they don't want to let you know what they're doing. So they use the word hang out, right, because it's a general word. So anyway, these two are hanging out. But really, it's a date because they said so, right? So the girl is, she's really after the experience. She's walking down, and she wants to eat, and she wants to, you know, have fun. The guy's like Dave Chappelle. He's got $19 in his pocket, and he's trying to strategically use his $19 because guess what he wants at the end of the night? Right. Because here's what was the evidence. He's leaning over, kissing all on her. And she says, hey, I thought we were going to do that later. Because right now I want to spend some of your money. Right. Right. Because he's chasing one thing. She's chasing another. Right. And they're on this day. It was the funniest interaction to 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 hear and listen into about two people chasing two different things. This happens a lot. So this is a danger when you just start chasing people because they may be, here's, I told my friend this one time and I gave him the best advice. I said, look, here's the, here's the thing with people. Sometimes you are the predator and sometimes you are the prey and sometimes you don't know which, right? So here's what you got to ask. If I'm chasing, am I the predator or am I the prey? Because sometimes you don't know. You Sometimes you are the Hunter, and sometimes you are the hunted. And that's what happens when you're chasing and you're not paying attention. But if I hold my ground and I'm stable and I'm fixed, then I'm not the hunted. I'm the hunter, right? I'm, I'm the predator. I am the one waiting for the person to come into my lair 
into my elevator so I can vet them and determine where they belong. Sometimes, you know, over my life of success, I invited people into my elevator prematurely. They hadn't earned the right to be in the inner circle of my life, and I let them in. And it cost me. And I'm telling you, some of you out there right now listening to me, you have let the wrong people in your elevator, and they are costing you. You wonder why you have no upward trajectory? It's because of who's running with you, who you have invited in your life. Maybe started out good at one point, but now has turned into something else because you chased it and now it's there and now it's affixed to you and it's affecting you, your choices and your decisions. So you really have to, that's a hard decision. I'm not telling you what to make, but I'm telling you if you are feeling stuck, it's because somebody's sticking you. You're not just doing that to yourself, okay? That one's for free. All right, number three is don't chase love, right? That's right along with people. Don't chase love, right? Let love come to you. Young women of virtue and value, man, let that guy come to you. If he really loves you, let him demonstrate the love, right? If people really want to do business with you, let them demonstrate the love that they have by showing their hand. Let them tip their hand. Don't always be the one who has to tip your hand first, right? Because love is a many splendid thing, we've heard, right? And so it means different things to different people. And so if you're out there constantly chasing it, you are going to probably end up with the wrong thing. So don't chase love. Let love come to you. Number four is security. This is a big one for people. Because people are chasing security. They're chasing stability. They're working for the man, the woman. They're working for the organization because they want security. Right? Here's a quote from Benjamin Franklin that says, In this world, nothing can be said to be certain except death and taxes. That's Benjamin Franklin, one of the founders of our nation. So there is no such thing as a guarantee deal. A secure deal. Anytime you hear an advertiser telling you this is guaranteed, this is secure, it is probably not, right? But if you're chasing that, then you're going to be a subject to cons, to frauds, to scheming, to losses. If they know you're chasing security because they know how to tell you what you want to hear, That's why we have phone scammers, right? There was recent, I was reading a story of one of the Shark Tank, um, Barbara uh, Cochran, right? That somebody had managed to get her to deposit $388,000 into a bank account in Germany because they convinced her that it was part of an investment portfolio that she was already working with, right? That's, That's sophisticated, Right. And so people know how to work around your defenses if you are looking for security. Even if you're looking for security, never tell anybody that. Never tell anybody that. Just know what that looks like to you and make decisions based on that. But don't chase that. All right. Number five is money. Chasing money, M-O-N-E-Y. There's probably more songs written about money over the years through the hip-hop generation, the rap generation, the rock and roll generation. Everybody 
talks about money, M-O-N-E-Y, chasing the almighty dollar. Got to get me some cheese. <laughs> Got to get me some dollar bills, y'all. Got to make it rain money, right? So a lot of our lives are centered around chasing money. But here's a new thought about this. Ch chase your passions and money will come. If you have a passion and a drive and you pursue that and you chase that, you'll get the money. You'll get the money. If it's right, the money will come. Sometimes people chase money and then they try to get the passion, right? We see people that we can't imagine why they would take their life and they are billionaires. They got more money than most of us could imagine and this person takes their own life and we're shocked. We're shocked because if we're poor, we're thinking, man, if I had all the money, I'd be the happiest person in the world. Maybe, maybe not. Because they chased the money, they got the money, but they didn't get the happiness and the passion, and the money became a burden. There's a movie called All the Money in the World, and it's about J. Paul Getty, who was one of the richest men in the world. And what happened when one of his grandchildren was kidnapped, and he refused to pay the ransom? He had all the money in the world, but he would not pay the ransom for fear that that would lead to more kidnapping and more schemes. And he literally put his grandson's life in jeopardy because money was more important than life to him. That's J. Paul Getty, the movie, All the Money in the World. Check it out. So what are you chasing and what will it cost you? One of my mentors taught me this. Be careful of what you become in pursuit of what you want. Be careful of what you become while you're chasing money in pursuit of what you want. What will I be like when I finally get all the money that I want? What will I be like when I get all the cars and the houses and all the things that I have been chasing and pursuing for weeks, months, years, and decades. I find that most people are not a better version of themselves. I find that many people are a lesser version of themselves because they didn't realize what they were becoming in pursuit of what they were chasing, the money. And lastly, work, right? This is the poor versions, people. Right, right? Because rich people, you know, they chase money and more money, more money, more money. Right? In the movie Wall Street, he says, what, what's the answer? More. More. They just want more. Right? But the average person has to get up and they got to go chase work. Because why? What are you chasing? You're not just chasing work. You're chasing retirement. You're chasing paying the bills. You're chasing trying to put your kids through college. You're chasing trying to have a vacation in June, July, or August. You're chasing other things. So you got to chase work to get those other things. And what happens with some organizations is they actually tell you to put work before your family, right? There are organizations, they won't come out and say it, but they pretty much, when somebody tells you, you got to be available 24-7, you got to be on call all the time, what they're basically saying is, we're putting us before your family. And if you want to keep getting your check on the 15th and the 31st, then you're going to do that. 
Okay? So when you chase work, that's what happens. But again, same principle. If you chase a mission, assignment, and a purpose, then you have time for all the other things, your families, your friends, and your relationships. You don't have to trade them off, uh, especially in the tech world. Many of you that work in the tech world, sometimes you're asked to trade off friends and family to get that extra hour on the bet that you'll get some stock or you'll get some advancement, and many times it doesn't come, and you've lost the relationships because you put work first. In America, sadly, 50% of all marriages are ending in divorce. And they're ending in part because of financial reasons. Because people are chasing money. They're chasing work. They're chasing other things. And in the process, they're compromising their relationship. So the moral of the story today is pursue the things that matter. The things that money can't buy, peace, joy, love, relationships, good people, quality, integrity, honor, money can't buy those things. Pursue those things. Pursue passions. Pursue making a difference in your, in your city, in your region. And I believe that you'll get all of the things. If you seek first the kingdom and all of the things that you want will be added unto you. I promise you that. I believe that. And so challenge yourself to reconstruct your life if you've been chasing things at the cost of other things that really matter the most. I would rather make less money and have a happier life. You know, I used to travel to, in wrapping up, uh, we traveled to Cabo San Lucas, because uh, we have property there with the company that I work with. And so we could go down and stay at, at any one of the properties down there. And so after a while, you get to know many of the local people down there. They get to know you because you come in and out. And what I find in particularly with the, the Mexican people is they were some of the happiest people that I'd ever met. But they were also some of the poorest people I'd ever met. I mean, they had 10 roofs. They had to get water in water buckets. They didn't have money, but they had this built-in happiness and joy that many of us in the corporate world, making a million dollars a year or whatever, didn't have. And so it's because they pursued the things that money couldn't buy, family, right? In the movie Fast and Furious, family is all we got. Right, We got all the cars, and we got the fun, but we got family. So they understood that. And so find the thing that's most valuable to you in your life that you probably already got that you take advantage of that really begins and brings the true source of happiness and the things that really matter. Thank you for joining us again, and I hope that you got one thought one idea out of here that's going to make a difference in your life to help you become the best version 
of yourself. Remember, you can get Lewis Howard Live 24-7 on any number of platforms. You just Google Lewis Howard Live and it'll come up and you can click on from your smartphone, from your PC, from your Apple, whatever, from the moon, from the satellite if you want to, and you can get the show. Hey, we'll see you again on another edition of Lewis Howard Live. Keep doing it and always keep striving to be the best version of yourself. Lewis Howard of Lewis Howard Live has partnered with Amazon Books to bring you his dynamic, life-changing book. From Here to There is the best-selling biopic journey of Lewis Howard's road from adopted child in poverty to achieving over a billion dollars in real estate assets. Lewis shares his secrets and principles, which helped make his meteoric rise to the top an inspiration to millions. Lewis Howard, From Here to There, available on Amazon Books at createspace.com slash 450-6888. Get it today. Okay.